0: Welcome to Zichu D'Av'si Manimah Goldar, and today, Nazir. Daft test the second pair, Harini Nazir. So the three topics we're going to focus on them. When the second pair begins, If one said, Harini Nazir minah grogros mina Advela, I'm a Nazir from dried figs, or from pressed figs, neither of which are forbidden by Naziris, Beishamay say he becomes a Nazir, and Beisilla says he does not. The Gemara asks why Beishamay would consider this a valid declaration of Naziris, and after the first suggestion is rejected, the Gemara explains that Beishamay holds like Rabbi Mer, who says, a person does not express his words for nothing, therefore, since his declaration at face value would be meaningless, we reinterpret it as a declaration to be a nazir, followed by an attempt to retract by adding from figs. Although an immediate retraction would normally be effective, B'Shamay's opinion is, Ein behektish. there is no annulment for hektish declarations, and the same applies to another since the Torah describes it with the word kadosh, so no retraction is possible. The Gemara adds a Beisilu Hodech who holds that an invalid declaration is not reinterpreted to be valid. Two more versions of the Machokas between Beisham and Beisheel are recorded in our Mishnah and Abrisa. Point number two, the Gemara brings a Mishnah from Menachas which states, HaOmer, Hare Eloi Minchil, One who says it's upon me to bring a minchah from barley, which must be brought from wheat, Yavi Minachitim, he must bring one from wheat. Three more similar examples are brought. Rabbi Shimon exempts him from bringing anything, because he did not donate in the way of donors. He holds that since the netter is meaningless as is, because one cannot vow to bring a mincha of barley, it's invalid and not reinterpreted. The Gemara asks who the Tanakama is who obligates the vower in a normal mincha. Chizki and initially explains that it's Shammai who said that a declaration of a nazir from figs, which is equally meaningless, nevertheless renders him a nazir. Here, too, we would interpret his declaration as a netter to bring an ordinary mincha, followed by an attempt at retraction, which is ineffective by Hektish, according to Be'i Shammai. And point number three, Reb disagrees with Hiski and says that the Tanakhama can agree with Basilo. The cases where the vower said afterward, Il ha'yisi yodei she'einodrin on nedarti el kach, if I would have known that one cannot vow like that, meaning a mincha from barley, I would not have vowed like that way, rather like this, meaning from wheat, which is the correct netter. This plausible explanation is accepted, and his nether is thus valid. In our Mishnah, however, even if he subsequently explains that he thought that Naziris prohibits figs, he's not believed, and the declaration is disregarded, according to Basilo. The Gemara continues that Hiski as well, who had explained the Mishnah, only according to Beis Shammai, later retract and explained the Mishnah as Rabbi Yochanan does. He was bothered why the Mishnah taught a case where he vowed a mincha barley, which is a conceivable error, since the are which are brought from barley, and not a case of lentils. From this he inferred that the Tanakhana's reason is because the vower may have made a mistake, as Rabbi Yochanan explained. So once again, the three points are number one. The second bear begins, if one said, Arini Nazim min rogros min I'm a Nazar from dried figs or from pressed figs, neither of which are forbidden by Naziris. Be'i say he becomes a Nazar and Be'i say he does not. The Gemara asks why Be'i would consider this a valid declaration of Naziris, and after the first suggestion is rejected, the Gemara explains that Be'i holds like Rabbi Mer, who says, A person does not express his words for nothing, therefore... Since his declaration at face value would be meaningless, we reinterpret it as a declaration to be another, followed by an attempt to retract by adding from figs. Although an immediate retraction would normally be effective, Beishame's opinion is, in There is no annulment for hektish declarations, and the same applies to another. since the Torah describes it with the word kadosh, so no retraction is possible. The Gemara adds that Basil holds like Rabbi Shimon who holds that an invalid declaration is not reinterpreted to be valid. Two more versions of the Melchokas between B'Sham and Beisil are recorded in our Mishnah and Abrasah. Point number two, the Gemara brings a Mishnah from Menachas, which states, HaOmer, Hare Mina One who says, it's upon me to bring a Minchum from barley, which must be brought from wheat, Yavi minachitim. he must bring one from wheat. Three more similar examples are brought. Rabbi Shimon exempts him from bringing anything, not Nadav kederach Misnagvim, because he did not donate in the way of donors. He holds that since the netter is meaningless as is, because one cannot vow to bring a mincha of barley, it's invalid and not reinterpreted. The Gemara asks who the Tanakama is who obligates the vower in a normal mincha. Chitzke initially explains that it's Shammai who said that a declaration of a naziris from figs, which is equally meaningless, nevertheless renders him a nazir. Here too we would interpret his declaration as a netter to bring an ordinary mincha, followed by an attempted retraction, which is in effect by Hektish, according to Shammai. And point number three, Yochanan disagrees with Hiski and says that the Tanakama can agree with Basilo. The cases where the vower said afterward in on the El if I would have known that one cannot vow like that, meaning a minimum from barley, I would not have vowed like that way, rather like this, meaning from wheat, which is the correct nether. This plausible explanation is accepted and as nether is thus valid. In our Mishnah, however, even if he subsequently explains that he thought that Nazirus prohibits figs, he's not believed and the declaration is disregarded, according to Beis Sillo. The Gemara continues that Hiski as well, who had explained the Mishnah, only according to Beis Shammai, later retracted and explained the Mishnah as Rabbi Yochanan does. He was bothered why the Mishnah taught a case where he vowed a mincha of barley, which is a conceivable error since there are Menachos, which are brought from barley and not a case of lentils. From this he inferred that the Tanakhana's reason is because the vower may have made a mistake as Rabbi Yochanan explained. Alright, so now we go to a simmer duff test, and our standard simmer is a teapot, because teapot has a t sound, and a test sort of looks like a teapot. So here goes. The old lady with the long gray hair sipping tea, and bragging to her friends that she's a nazira from dried figs, was outdone by her friend who said she had vowed to bring a mincha from barley, and when she was informed of her mistake, said if she had known, she would have vowed to bring a mincha from wheat. So once again in slow motion, the old lady with the long gray hair is sipping tea. Tea that must be on Davtess teapot. The old lady with the long gray hair sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she is a Nazira from dried figs, which reminds us, If one said, I'm a nazir from dried figs or from breast figs, neither of which are forbidden by Naziras, Beishame say he becomes a Nazira, Beisila say he does not. The one asks why Beishame would consider this a valid declaration of Naziras. and explains that Beishamai hold like Rabbi Meir who says, A person does not express his words for nothing, therefore, since his declaration at face value would be meaningless, we reinterpret it as a declaration to be another, followed by an attempt to retract by adding from figs. So the old lady with the long gray hair sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she's a nazira from dried figs was outdone by her friend who said she had vowed to bring a mincha from barley. Which reminds us, it more brings a mission from Menachas which states, If one says, It's upon me to bring a mincha from barley, which must be brought from wheat, Yavi he must bring one from wheat. Rabbi Shimon exempts him from bringing anything, because he did not donate in the way of donors. He holds that since the neder is meaningless as is, because one cannot vow to bring a mincha, a barley. It's invalid and not reinterpreted. The Gemara asks who the Tanakama is who obligates the vower in a normal mincha. Chizki initially explains that it's Beishamu who said that a decoration of Naziras from figs, which is equally meaningless, nevertheless renders him a nuzzer. So the old lady with the long gray hair sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she's a Nazira from dried figs was outdone by her friend who said she had vowed to bring a mincha from barley. And when she was informed of her mistake, said, If she had known, she would have vowed to bring a mincha from wheat, which reminds us. Rabbi Yochan disagrees with Chizki and says that the Tanakama can agree with Beis The cases where the vower said afterwards, If I would have known that one cannot vow like that, meaning bringing a mincha from barley, I would not have vowed like that way, rather like this, meaning from wheat, which is the correct netter. This plausible explanation is accepted, and his netter is thus valid. So once again, the old lady with the long gray hair sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she's a Nazira from dried figs was outdone by her friend who said she had vowed to bring a mincha from barley. And when she was informed of her mistake, said if she had known, she would have vowed to bring a mincha from wheat. All right, so now it's time for a 4 Hazar. Daf Hey, So the symbol of hay is hay, or a bale of hay. So here it goes. The Nazar prince and the Kohanim sitting on a hairy bale of hay. Hairy bale of hay. That must mean we're on Duff the Nazar prince and the Kohanim sitting on a hairy bale of hay and getting their heavy hair cut after 30 days, which reminds us we have a ma'khox regarding how frequently of Shalom trimmed his hair. Was it every 12 months or every 30 days because of COVID heaviness like Kohanim or every Friday? So the Nazar prince and the Kohanim sitting on a hairy bale of hay and getting their heavy hair cut. After 30 days, debate of whether the length of a Stam Naziris is 29 or 30 days, which reminds us we have a Machuqs regarding the length of a standard unspecified Naziris. Rav Masa says it's 30 days learned from the Pasuk kadoshi yeh with the gematria of yeh being 30. And Bar says it's 29 days learned from the 29 times the Torah says different forms of the term Nazir. So the Nazir prince and the Kohanim sitting on a hairy bale of hay and getting their heavy hair, Cut after 30 days. Debate of whether the length of a stamina, Zerus, is 29 or 30 days. After they watched the Nazar get his hair cut on the 31st day. Which reminds us, the G'more brings a challenge to bar Pada, since the Mishnah says that shaving is on the 31st day. And a challenge for Rav since shaving on the 30th day is valid. Dav-Vav, so the Simran, vav is a sword. So here goes. The Nazar who took the sword, sword, that must mean one on vav the Nazu took the sword of the hair he handled to shave off his hair on the 30th day before he began his next period of Naziris, which reminds us the Mishnah say that if one accepted two consecutive Naziris terms and was supposed to shave for the first term on the 31st day and the second on the 61st day and instead shaved on the 30th, it is valid, and he shaves for the second Naziris on the 60th day, which is the 31st, beginning from the day he shaved. The Gemara explains that this is not a steer to rub Masna, since he holds, a Yom Kukuo, part of the day counts as a full day, and the mission is coming to teach that this principle applies even with a case of two consecutive Naziris terms, that the 30th day can be counted both as the final day of the first term and the first day of the second term. So the Naz who took the sword with the hairy handle to shave off his hair on the 30th day before he began his next period of Naziris was distraught when he was informed that he had become Tame that day, which reminds us. The mission teaches that if a Naz became tameh on the 30th day of Naziris, so the call he forfeits the entire term and must begin again after completing the process. This only applies if you became tummy during the Nazir's term, but not after. This mission seems to disprove Bar Padah, who holds the Nazir's is only twenty nine days, and the Tuma thus occurred after the Nazirus term ended. Bar-Perdot responds by presenting the opposing opinion of Rabbi Yezir, who says that he forfeits only seven days, which means he is postponed until he becomes tower, but does not forfeit any actual days. We see the Rabbi Yezir holds that his Naziris is finished before the 30th day, and we should assume there are abundant to agree on this point, but they consider the rabbinically added 30th day to be part of his Naziris term, and Tuma then causes forfeiture of his entire term. So the Nuz who took the sword with his hairy handle to shave off his hair on the 30th day before he began his next period of Nazirah's, was distraught when he was informed that he had become tummy that day, and shredded with his hairy sword his plan to be a nuz for 100 days, lest he become tummy on the last day, which reminds us, the Mishnah teaches that, if a Nazar of a hundred days became Tameh, on the one hundredth day, the Tanakhama says, he forfeits the entire one hundred days, and Rabbi Yezir says, he only forfeits thirty days, Rabbi Darshan's Darshan, the Pasuk, Zos, and Nazbi, Yomolos, Yemani, this is the law of the Nazar, on the day of his completion of his naziris, which teaches, Nithma be a malose, ten will towards nazir. If he became tummy on the day of completion, give him the law of his standard nazar. There is a special dispensation given for Tuma on the final day that he only must begin. A thirty-day naziris, and not his entire term. Davzain So the simmer Dav Zayin is a clay zain, a weapon, and we use a gun. So here goes. The man shooting hairy bolts from his gun. Gun? That must be more Dav davzain clay zain Gun? The man shooting hairy bolts from his gun at a globe as he proclaimed, "I'm a nazar until the end of the world," which reminds us if one said, "Harni nazar gedol, harni nazar I'm a nazar for a great Naziris, or I'm a nazar for a minor nazaros, oam nazar or even if he said, "From here until the end of the world," he's a nazar for thirty days. So the man shooting hairy bolts from his gun at a globe as he proclaimed, "I'm a nazar until the end of the world." And almost hit his nemesis, who declared he's a nuzzer like the hairs on his head, who would shave himself every 30 days while ducking behind the globe, which reminds the Gamor teaches the difference between one who says he's a nuzzer me khanva and I'm a nuzzer like the dust of the earth, like the hair on my head. Days of a journey, which can be counted, are understood to mean the length of a single Naziris. Dust and hair on a head, which cannot practically be counted, so the duration of Naziris cannot be determined, is understood to be innumerable standard Naziris terms. So the man shooting hairy bolts from his gun at a globe as he proclaimed, I'm a nuzzer until the end of the world, and almost hit his nemesis who declared he's a nuzzer like the hairs on his head, who would shave himself every 30 days while ducking behind the globe, was distracted by a man who declared loudly, I'm a nuzzer for 30 days and one hour. Which reminds us, the Mishnah teaches, if one said, I'm a Nazar for 30 days and one hour, he's a Nazar for 31 days because Nazirus is not measured in hours, only days. So it's ruled the same way as one who declared himself a Nazar for 31 days. Rav said that this only holds true if he said, I'm a Nazar for 31 days. But if he said, 30 days and one day, he's a Nazar for two full terms. So the symbol Davches is a challah, and we often use a baker. So here goes. The baker who found a hair in his challah. Baker, challah, that must would Dav Davches, challah. The baker found a hair in his challah on top of a box and proclaimed... I'm a nazir for a boxful, which reminds us one who says I'm a nazir for a houseful or for a box full both know. So we ask him about his intent. If he says I vowed one large naziris, he's a nazir for thirty days, and his intent was to express the difficulty of the naziris. And if he said I vowed naziris without specific intent, but meant for the words to be interpreted naturally, we see the box as if it's full of mustard seeds, and he is a nazir all his days. So the baker found a hair in his challah on top of a box and proclaimed. I am Nazir for a boxful. full. Learned that the box might have been filled with challah rolls or poppy seeds, which reminds us. The Gemara asks, instead of measuring a boxful in terms of mustard seeds, let us be makele and view it as it's filled with gourds or melons, which is a finite amount, and being countable would affect a single nazirus for the number of days parallel to the box full of gourds. Rizki answered our Mishnah reflects the view of Rabbi Shimon, who holds Adam Feko Our person will bring himself to a circumstance whose status of doubt is more stringent than a certainty. So the baker found the hair in his chal on top of a box and proclaimed, I am Nazir for a box full. Learned that the box might have been filled with chal rolls or poppy seeds. And realized that due to a stringent ruin regarding a sophic, he may have just committed himself to a lifelong Nazirus which reminds us. The Gemara explains that Rebbe Yudah holds like Rebbe, who said in her about a mission about Naziris, like the hair on my head, that he does not observe perpetually repeating terms. Rather, he observes a single Naziris term lasting his lifetime and may never cut his hair. Here, too, the mustard seed interpretation would engender a single lifelong Naziris. And since Naziris has definitely taken effect, Rebbe Yudah would agree to rule stringently. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number One, which stuff do you learn if one said "I'm a like the hair's on my head. he has endless nazir's terms since hair cannot practically be counted as opposed to days, which can that's on duff Zion, good number two, which stuff do we have a as how frequently of Shalom trimmed his hair that's on duff? Hey, good number three, which stuff do we learn that one who says "I'm nuzer for a box will we determine if he had specific intent that's on duff. Test good number 4 which daphimokos be civil whether one who says that there are nazar from dried figs becomes a nazar or not that's undaf Test good number 5 which daphimokos be Remember the gumi of one who says hurry SI parin an obligation of birds is upon me is a nazar or not that's undaf gimol good number 6 which daf do we learn that we believe someone who said, if I would have known that one cannot vow a mincha from barley, I would have vowed the correct way. From wheat, that's on daf. Task. Good number seven, which daf do we the machokas of a person is machnis atzmol Dover, shesveko chamur mevadai? whether a person will bring himself to a circumstance whose status of doubt is more stringent than its certainty, and perhaps the box is filled with gourds instead of mustard seeds, that's on daf. Test Good number eight, which duft the one if one said, I'm a nuzzer from here until the end of the world, he is a nazar for only thirty days, that's enduff. Zion. Good number nine, which duft we hope by the one who says it's upon me to bring a minch from barley, it's hive to bring a minch from wheat, that's unduff. Test good and number ten. Which duft the one if one says I'm a nuzzer for thirty days and one hour he's a nuzzer for thirty days one for 31 days, that's unduff. Zion. Excellent. That concludes today's share. This is Rabbi Yivram Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.